0: Motor Small Boy Podcast. I'm Buddy Bully. And I'm Seth Dolby. Yes, he is. And he's driver one at Martinsville. It's a wild, wild occurrence. It's getting cold whole we'll here. I think, yeah. I think hell just froze over. Yeah, it damn sure did. That's why I'm wearing my uh, my Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Jordan. Jeff Jeff Gordon's upside down. My no, Jeff Gordon jacket. I'm wearing my um, Jeff
1: Gordon Rainbow Warrior jacket, guys.
0: It's not the same quite. Um Anyway, we'll talk about Kyle Larson winning, how uh, the package was not that great, and how we could fix the short track package, as well as more proof that Ryan Priest fucking sucks. Next on the Big Murder Small Boy Podcast. And also, Kevin Harvick is going to win. Did not win but he was gonna win and i'm very salty about it at least it um, wasn't harrison burton's fault you know
1: correctly
0: yeah yeah I, yeah kevin Harvick was gonna win martinsville like can we just can we take a second to understand that like had fucking uh what's his name anthony alfredo's wheel not shimmed off the car kevin Harvick was gonna win martinsville
1: That's almost not quite, but almost as weird as Kyle Larson winning it. It is not nearly as
0: weird as Kyle Larson winning Martinsville. No, which that happened. It did. I'm still convinced Josh Berry was actually driving the car. No,
1: that Josh wouldn't have done that kind of burnout. They switched off.
0: That's why that's why the cop they had the cops pushing everybody away. They didn't want to see the switch off on the drivers. Yeah, uh, another thing Ross did that pissed me off. He he, apparently the security at Martinsville, um, they were complete. Well, okay, I'm not gonna call them dickheads because they the okay, they were way too stiff about really dumb shit, and they didn't. They, and not even them understood why they were so strict about it. Yeah. Allegedly, from what we heard, is. They wouldn't allow people from their front row to three feet further up to the little railing on the front row to watch the burnout or watch victory lane because of of apparently the hail melon. This is is real stuff, and I think that is bullshit, and I'd like to place a formal complaint to Ross Chastain about that. He
1: inconvenienced me. Well, it's just anything like that for after the race. If you want to make it for during the race, and even I guess the burnout because <clears throat> the tire could explode or whatever. But yeah. or the victory. I originally thought it was because because of the uh, the mud flat fire. Yeah, that would honestly oh. make more sense than the Ross thing. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. That's shout enough out
0: to the shout out to the to the Martinsville sheriff that. When I said, can you explain to me why you're having us back up? And he's like, "Uh, that's just what they told me to do. And then he walks back by a couple minutes later. He's like, I think it's dumb, too. And I was like, you know what? I appreciate that.
1: That's what I appreciate about you. Um, That's what I appreciate about you. Yeah, that's. That's goofy. Um, it's getting like that everywhere though. Bristol's like that now too. You can't stand on the fence for five seconds. Like they come During up. During driver intro. Oh, During well, driver no. intros. Yeah. 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 I it's don't not even know, the man. fence. It's not even the fence in three and four. No, it's not.
0: It's like a fence behind the fence. It's the same as Martinsville.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It's it's really it's really dumb. But yeah, we can't have no fun
0: anymore. I remember back in the olden days, you could climb the fence. Hmm. I think I think someone got walked out of a Richmond raceway for that one. Oh, I wasn't even talking about during the race. I meant like oh, I climbed okay. – I halfway climbed up the fence when Harvard won the All-Star race in 2007. Probably wasn't. No, I'm serious. Like no, I, was I believe like, you. I was trying to climb up so I could see over everybody because I was like four foot nothing. And like people saw me trying to do that and were trying to boost me up so I could see the burnout better. Hell, yeah. It was my favorite driver. He won he, – Won a race. I was at for the first time. I was excited, and you were at a race this weekend where your driver won. How was that? Kyle Larson won Martinsville. That's the most insane shit that's happened in this past four days, by far. Yeah, hundred percent
1: by far. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, he made a great move. So let me just let me just walk you through the way I see this. So he ran okay all day. I was like, okay. It's not happening. I was trying to, I was trying to (laughs) manifest four in a row. And then we walk out, we walk out of Bristol and I say, it'll be hilarious if he were to win three out of four. And one of them is not Bristol dirt. I thought that'd be hilarious. Jokingly. I'm like, okay. can confirm
0: Larson's not a good dirt racer.
1: Apparently. Um, But uh, you know, I'm I'm obviously I'm taking the piss a little bit. I'm like, he's not going to win Martinsville and Talladega. Now probably Uh, still won't win (laughs) Talladega, but he had to win Martinsville to, to even get close to that. So yeah. Here we go. He's running okay all day. He's running okay. Uh the Anthony Alfredo uh tire incident happened, which I'll be honest, I just learned that it was Anthony Alfredo. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. BJ McLeod. Seth, this whole time thought it was BJ McLeod. Look, I just see a seventy eight. Some respect and- on my boy. I, I respect BJ so much that I think he's 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 the man in the car all the time. Anyways. Apparently they need to
0: dude wipe that fucking lug nut clean before they put it on the car so it won't fucking fall off.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get there. I have a whole I have a whole rant about that whole situation. That's good
0: because I don't really I don't really know what to think about that.
1: Yeah, I know exactly what to think because I watched okay. it happen. <laughs> but okay. uh, I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so Anyway. I find out Kyle's on the lead lap after that somehow. I'm still not 100% sure. I think he got backed by Suarez like right before that. The caution came out for that is what I heard. But I wasn't really sure. I could not see the scoring pile on, to be completely honest with you. And, um, you know, he's Paul, Can we talk about that for five seconds? What? Why is it at <clears throat> Martinsville,
0: of all places, one of the smallest tracks, that they have – a screen that you could barely see unless you're sitting right
1: there. Well, I swear they've—I swear it's gotten smaller throughout the years. I used to be able to see it perfectly fine. Like I could read. I don't know. I remember when they updated it back in like
0: oh eight or oh nine. Okay, so and I don't know, but still, I yeah. There. I mean, dude, it's fucking ridiculous. It's a half-mile track. Why? Yeah. Why do we not have a legit scoring pylon that the whole fucking track can see?
1: Yeah, and I. Don't- it wouldn't be that hard. I anyway, wholeheartedly sorry. agree. That just oh, grinds my gears. Wholeheartedly agree. I was trying to load on my phone. Like in the last 30 laps, I was trying to load on my phone, see about where we were at. Obviously, I knew it was gonna be behind, but I was like I was like squinting and I'm looking for like the lap counter. I'm like, I think it says nine to go, but I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah. I had to wait for the white flag and I, I had no idea. Down. Yeah. But uh anyway, where was I at? Okay, yes. So after Whatever the fuck, I don't remember. I think he pits or, or something. Takes no, he doesn't pit. I think he stays out. Uh, this is
0: how you know Seth's excited because he will talk you through like things that he doesn't even remember, but he has to talk through every event of the race. It's because true. he's so excited that Kyle won.
1: That's how my brain processes things. So you need you get you get to a look into into the uh into the inner workings of my mind, whether you want to or not. This is my pod, this is our podcast. <clears throat> i'm talking you can either listen or don't anyway good puck yeah i had to get our i had to get our tagline in there so anyway he's running second to chase briscoe and i'm sitting here thinking damn chase briscoe's really gonna win this race
0: dude i would have fucking put on my chase like psds and i'm wearing right now and shat myself if chase briscoe would have won that race i would have been thoroughly
1: upset then I would have had you take those off and then I would have shitted in them and then given them back to you. Yeah, and I would have thrown them at Chase Briscoe. That would have been funny. But uh, we would have been banned from Martinsville, so but it would have been totally worth it. Uh, so anyway, a caution comes out, obviously. I Was that the Yaley accident? Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think that was the Yaley accident. So they come down pit, take two tires. The top five stay out. I'm like, hmm. We'll see how this works out, I guess. I've tried not to get too excited cuz this is exactly what happened in the fall and it didn't work for Kyle. So He makes a great move on the restart to get from the get to the bottom entering turn 1. Fantastic move. Mo-
0: that boy was moving on the restart. He was
1: Yeah. I think I think he had the fall like
0: in his mind. And he was like, I'm not gonna let that happen again. Cause yeah. he he made a point to get to the bottom and attack.
1: Yep. Then he gets makes you know makes fairly quick work of uh who was in front of him.
0: Uh who Benny Hamlin with? was in front of him. Um I can't remember who was directly who was in front of him before was it Reddick? I think it was Reddick.
1: I think it was yeah, I think it was Reddick and Hamlin. Yeah. Um, and then just starts slowly picking away at Joey. And I, at that point, I was kind of thinking, fuck, I don't think he's gonna get there. Joey Logano with the 30th best car here is really gonna win this race. All and right. then a couple well, laps, yeah. a couple laps later, all of a sudden the gap looks way smaller. And the guys who I was talking to about the BJ McLeod incident next to me are are like, dude, he's he's getting him. I look over my brother, he's like, Oh yeah, reeling him in, reeling him in and uh and then i got to watch the line cast in the line nothing
0: better than fishing in quebec
1: fuck i hate fishing in quebec um anyway so he makes a pass for the lead inside 30 to go at martinsville i'm losing my fucking mind because i think i'm dreaming if i'm being completely honest i was like there's no fucking way this is happening and then then i had to struggle for the last I think he took the lead with 30 to go, I believe. It was roundabouts. yeah. Yeah. So then I had to struggle for the rest of the time, not knowing exactly how many laps are actually left, because I can't see it. I am blind. So I can't see it. I'm just sitting here waiting for the white flag to come out and then scanning the field to see if there's anything crazy that's going to happen. Didn't see anything, which I was kind of shocked. Everyone was frustrated because it couldn't pass, and no one did anything stupid at the end of the race. Right. Yep. Kudos to the field. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> Maybe they were trying to and just simply could not do anything stupid. Oh, they were
0: trying to there for a while. Yeah, they were. Maybe I don't. I
1: don't know. Not
0: the. It was the restart. It was after the restart with Yaley. Mm. I don't know what it was. It was one of them restarts. They were trying to get stupid.
1: Yeah, but uh, no one, no one accomplished it. That white flag came out. And I had I had myself a fun time with that. I uh, still kind of can't believe it, to be honest with you. My biggest takeaway,
0: I, I got two yeah. from this. Um, I picked Kyle Arson to win Martinsville, uh, the first Martinsville race on this podcast. And so Oh my I god, you did I did exactly. I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. I knew he was going to Hendrick, and somehow, some way he was gonna figure out Martinsville. Now. Take that with a grain of salt, because when he got to Joey Logano and it got time to begin to make go through the process of making the pass, it became very apparent that Kyle Larson has no fucking clue how to drive Martinsville. The man had no clue what he was doing. He was like a dog chasing a mail truck. He was he was going to get there. He was going to get there. But he didn't know what the fuck to do when he got there, and it took him way longer than it should have. Now, granted, Joey Logano was harder to pass than the kidney stone, but it, it took him way longer to pass Joey than it should have. He he did not know what he was driving it. He was charging the corner, sliding up in the middle, and he was not coming. He was not cutting it off. And then he figured out how to cut it off. But when he cut it off, he couldn't He wouldn't dive underneath Joey. He was like, "I'm to go hit him square in the ass because that works in this car. He, he didn't know what the fuck he was doing.
1: Totally agree. Um, Kyle yeah. definitely drove the, de- Kyle drove that way all day long. Um, I was. He's driven fi- like
0: that for the past 10 years.
1: Yes. <laughs> <At Martin's. laughs> it's more apparent now. Cause you can get in the corner like that, pitch the bitch sideways and make it stick just cause the way these yeah. this tire, you know, this tire and his brakes are. So there's actually a lot of guys that drive the track that way like I never Well, yeah, they shift. Put it, well, yeah. it in
0: there, sh- grab a gear and go.
1: Yeah. Which uh we'll we'll get into to that later a little bit, but what I guess we'll just wrap up Kyle. Um not wrap up Kyle. That sounds weird. Um Are we kidnapping him? <laughs> no, I if he doesn't win Talladega, anyway, then Dude, we can. that's
0: sick ass fucking burnout,
1: bro that was awesome. a
0: burnout around the entire track.
1: Yeah. It actually made it, which means the tires yeah. were way too hard, but yeah, um, that's exactly what it, yeah, that is exactly the takeaway. Um, yeah. So anyway, I I'm, I'm still pretty happy about that. Um, as, yeah. as I think, I think it's, I think it's apparent Yeah, that I'm yeah. pretty happy about that. Yeah. Was it?
0: Yeah. Two out of the last three weeks, your boys, yep. boys won. Um, yeah, I got to the track late. Um, I was um, at a thing, um, and I got to the track around 60 to go. Um, just in time, anyone for some reason doesn't know, I'm a Kevin Harvick fan. Um, I also uh, like Daniel Suarez because my mom likes him. And I also like Alex Bowman because he wears Vans and ripped jeans. Um, and I got to the track just in time to see all three of those guys' race fall apart. Um, so that was really cool. And yes, yeah, Seth, since you got to talk about your driver, I'm going to talk about mine. Alex Bowman had the fastest car in the state of Virginia when the clouds were out. As soon as the sun peeked through, he was dog shit absolute dog shit he was the shit on the sidewalk that the dog chasing the mail truck that was Kyle Larson left like (laughs) I mean he was bad Suarez ran top five all day and I guess they put two tires on and he didn't know what the fuck to do with themselves he has dick in one hand he was driving with the other and fell back to 17th and for somehow some way Kevin Harvick has a flat tire under fucking caution how does this shit happen Fuck Martinsville and fuck the Hunt Brothers pizza car. I'm so fucking glad we only got one more fucking race at Martinsville as a Kevin Hartman fan. Oh, my God. Fuck this track. I'm so sick of it. Nothing good ever happens at Martinsville for me, except for the times that it does. But, yeah. Sorry. That's my rant on Martinsville.
1: Alex won there a year and a half ago.
0: Yeah, Dale Jr. won there that one time. That was cool. And I was happy when Jeff won his last one. And I was pretty ecstatic when Kyle won today or whatever day it was. Whenever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kevin Arvick was going to win Martins, though. He didn't. So I'm drinking
1: heavily. Are you never not drinking heavily?
0: Despite popular belief, Seth, I don't drink that
1: often. Look, I'm just going to. I'm just gonna push this narrative. Don't because I'm
0: projecting. (laughs) Because I'm projecting. Speaking of alcoholics, Ryan Priest wins the poll. Um, I don't know if Ryan Priest is an alcoholic. He doesn't really strike me as that type. Anyway, um, he probably doesn't.
1: He's one of Ryan
0: Priest wins the poll, leads the first hundred and thirty something laps or whatever, and then speeds on pit road. This might be the this. This is – I'm going to say it. This is my dumbass award for the week. Not Ryan Priest, but Chad, your boy Chad Johnston. That's who, that's who the fuck's the dumbass of the week. I told you he'd come back around last week when you said you're not going to give Chad Johnston the dumbass. I said he's going to prove it to the world already, and he did. He did because he thought, you know, gun it out of your box. There's not enough room before you get to the commitment line for it to matter. What's Ryan Priest do? He John forces that some bitch out the box and gets a speeding penalty and he's mired back at 20 something all day because you can't fucking pass at this goddamn racetrack with this goddamn race car and these goddamn tires. This goddamn arrow package.
1: Buddy, God's listening. Okay, come on now.
0: Goddamn shifting. God needs to fix the fucking package in Martinsville.
1: It won't take that. It literally won't it can it cannot be but no i mean in all seriousness it's a
0: fucking joke that like (laughs) that that you didn't like run that through in some sort of sim you didn't run that through like any like you didn't even quantify that logic of being able to gun it out of your pit box to the commitment line like I don't, I don't understand.
1: Yeah. Like, how can you be that stupid? Now, did they add like another line there? Because the way I'm picturing it, there's no.
0: So he's not pitted in the. He's pitted in the. I guess the second box,
1: not the uh, first they, box. Okay. Okay, they're not allowed to pit in the first box anymore. No,
0: no, okay. they don't do the first box or the last box. You're not allowed to pit okay. in those. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um and yeah, he sped on pit road because of that. So Chad Johnson, congratulations. You are the dumbass of the week. Um, you were the love- dumbass of last week, but now you're you got a hell of a streak going.
1: Look, I, I love when we get to clown on Chad Johnson. I'm not even Chad lying. Johnson's a
0: fucking joke, dude.
1: He is I I don't understand why Tony I don't even him.
0: like Ryan Priest, but I'm mad for him.
1: At least if like if, if Ryan Priest is gonna have some fuck shit happen i would like it to be ryan priest's fault like yeah. i don't for his sake because i'm sure i'm sure when he got hired he wasn't like i need that guy that guy that couldn't win with kyle larson i need him yeah it yeah. was probably oh here ryan here's your crew chief chad johnston well yeah. what'd you do with your career oh we won six races with kyle larson in five years or yeah yeah five years Ooh. yeah
0: and all I did, yeah we won six races in five years. And all I did the other races was talk shit about them. And four
1: of them were in one year. So four yeah. of those years they won twice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, that was uh that was really dumb. It was. And because you can't pass, he finished wherever he finished. 15. SHR showed the fuck up. They They didn't show the fuck out by any means, but they shut the fuck up.
1: It had all the makings of them not winning the race, but it was cool to see all four of them run well.
0: All four of them were up there. Priest had the speeding penalty. Almirola remembered that he's Eric Almirola. Um, Kevin Harvick had a flat fucking tire, inexplicably. Um, And then Chase Briscoe um, somehow, someway, they didn't really just want to make my day that much shittier. So they, so the racing gods decided that we we're going to throw that caution for J.J. Haley. Shout out to J.J. Um, anyway, um, something I did want to talk about, um, about Kyle Larson, is it is something to be said because I feel like I get nasty – he he relied a lot more on his talent now i feel like he puts a lot more work into his skill set and his actual like you know he tries he actually tries he doesn't just rely on the fact that he's the greatest race car driver in the world
1: i mean that's good i think that's i think a lot of that's just due to I say maturity, he has his, he has his moments Yeah, uh, still, but that, and then it's also, it's also the pairing with him and Chad, uh, not Chad Knauss, Cliff yeah. Daniels. Um, yeah. It's that pairing. It's just been, it's been exactly what Kyle needs. Cause he gets so, he gets so emotional in a race car and Cliff just has this way, like he can talk you out of any, anything emotionally, it seems. So if you look at Ganassi, it was, you know, Chip has his
0: IndyCar team, he has his WEC team, he has all these other things. Um, and so that NASCAR team, in a sense, runs, you know, as a separate entity as everything does. And, you know, Chip's attention is what is divided. And you had, you know, Chad Johnson as his crew chief, who wasn't the greatest support system, um, and didn't seem like they had the best relationship. So I could see why. And Kyle being young, he knows he's not in the best equipment, you know, so he knows he's not going to win every week. But when the opportunity presents itself, you know, he, you know, is going to be able to capitalize. And I feel like he could take he had the opportunity to not take racing as seriously uh, as far as cup racing is concerned. But when when you have something like what happened to him happen, um, not happen when you screw up like he screwed up and you have your career threatened it gives it makes you you know gives you a wake up call mm-hmm. in life and then also you get paired with Hendrick Motorsports who is no bullshit and is this is their thing this is all all attention is on those four cars out there in Concord um and I think it just it elevates Kyle as a driver, that much more when a driver puts not only puts in the, you know, has the talent, but puts in the work. And I think that's why you see him better at super speedways than he used to be, and now better at Martinsville than he used to be. Two of Kyle's Achilles' heel, and he is capitalizing on them now.
1: It definitely, so I don't, I don't wanna make it sound like I'm totally disagreeing with you in the Martinsville and super speedway racing point but it certainly helps that sounds terrible to say, but the racing has gotten significantly shittier and all of a sudden Kyle Larson's better at these tracks. I well, think even that's in 2021, interesting one though. Like <clears throat> he was better at Martinsville for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was
0: better than he was. Um, and then super speedways. Yeah, that, yeah, you can definitely make that argument that things have been shittier. Um, but the man still has the clock, so yeah. oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you can't take it away from him, and no, I give him a little
1: something, something. But like that. the only reason I even bring that up is because, like I said, I watched, I watched Kyle overdrive the fuck out of the car all day yeah. long, and that would have that would have netted him in the wall fourteen laps in the race in the old car the way he was driving it. Now. Yeah. Obviously it's different out. Everybody's basically driving the car like that. But you still see the guys who generally get around there the best, no matter what car we've had, Denny hamlin Exactly. They Joey still Lugano. Joey Logano. They still um they still get in there. The
0: cream rises to the top always. Yeah. yeah. And no and matter even, what.
1: Even in a day, even in a day where Joey Logano had, I I swear to god, the 30th best car in the field he He still when he had track position and yes it it was strategy and clean air was really important
0: doesn't matter he was up there and he was able to hold it he was good at martinsville
1: and i mean he drove away from everyone else i mean (laughs) truex caught him at the end but other than larson who they had that thing hooked up on rails at the end of that race um he was able to drive away from everybody else with the 20th 5th to 30th place car that's it's good to see, especially since we talk about how bad the racing can be at times, it is still good to see stuff like that. Um, because I mean, you know, talent is still important in these cars to yeah. an extent.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, even in the 550 package, talent, you saw the best drivers still be able to yeah. adapt and rise to the occasion. Um, now let's talk about how bad the package was. Um, I thought this was equal or maybe a very, very slight improvement to the
1: fall race last year. So I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that I thought it was a, other than on restarts, I thought it was worse than last year in the fall. But I would like to hear why you thought that. Um, the
0: reasoning why is because you could tell at the end of runs, the the best cars normally it was the four, the fourteen, and the eleven. Um, they would all be running together, and they could you you could get to a guy and make and make a pass. Then he passed Chase Briscoe. and you know Harvick and Briscoe swap positions. You could you could do that at the end of runs because the tire wore. It was it wasn't so much that the tire didn't wear. It was some. It was the tire didn't wear quick enough. And I think if we had had the cautions kind of fell. You know this was a very green heavy race, but also the cautions fell at not a particularly good time for the racing product. Um, So I feel like the longer we ran under green, the better it got, but it still wasn't like good. Yeah. You know,
1: the only thing, so yeah, the overall, I guess the, 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 the raciness of the cars, on restarts when they were close enough together and they all had fresh stuff.
0: Hey man, closer racing is better racing. Michael Walter <laughs> told us that.
1: Yeah. Obviously, obviously yeah. you and I both know that's oh definitely not true. Before you
0: go off on your thing, hold on. Okay. Shout out to Sam Mayor. We're big middle finger fans. And um, yeah. So shout out to uh Sam the Mayor, Uncle Sam. Young Uncle Sam. Young Sam, young Uncle Sam
1: um but anyway anyway anyway. um so yeah on on restarts it was really quite racy and that was fun to see Um, just obviously because it's martinsville and that's what you want to see the reason i thought it was a step back from the fall was it would take we watched uh, my brother and i we watched ryan blaney try and set up i think it was austin Dillon. it took him Mm -hmm. about 60 laps to get into position to hit him yeah hit him not just get under him but to hit him and in the fall at last year at the very least guys could get in there and move lap cars and other you know other cars but it was most mostly done with lap cars um they could get in there and do that
0: yeah
1: um So overall, and you are definitely right about the long runs. You could definitely start to mix it up there. But that was after, what, 60, 70, Uh, 80 laps. Yeah, exactly. That's That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time between the restart and when it actually gets racy where they couldn't do anything. And
0: Yeah, I mean, Martinsville, 2014, for example, they pitted with like 40 to go. And then... They pitted again with, like, seven to go. And those guys that stay out where they got their lunch eaten. Yeah. And, I mean, it wasn't close. Whereas, you know, today it was – it hardly made a difference. Yeah. Um, It's – You could run side by – I noticed one thing. You could run side by side with the guy a lot more. And I think that had a lot more to do with the track was more rubbered up than in both races last year
1: yeah that's that was the thing about I think it was like 30 laps in the race when it and be-
0: Kyle ran side by side for a while and Denny yeah. and someone else I can't remember who was passing I guess it had to have been Briscoe was it Briscoe Br- or I Harvick
1: know? I think it was Harvick
0: maybe it was yeah yeah it was Harvick they were yeah. running side by side for like three or four straight laps and that was like compelling yeah, to me. But once it was over, it was yeah, over.
1: Yeah. And that's also the biggest that's the biggest tell that because there's been a lot of people arguing that. And, and I, I'm going to get into this in a second because I'm sick to death of hearing of it. How hard historically it has been to pass at Martinsville. Um, but. The, the the biggest tell to me that we have a major problem is that guys would sit behind guys for a 60, 70 laps sometimes finally get the pass done and yard them in a lap. That's that's not good. (laughs) That's not what you want to see. And then on top of that, we had a lot of guys who were able to make strategy work in this race. A, because the tires didn't wear, so they could do that. But B, because it took so long to pass a guy, even as the leader, Ryan priest couldn't lap Ross Chastain in 28th or whatever it was. Forever yeah. Ross Chastain or Joe Logano. Joe Logano only got lapped, I think, I think once. It might have been twice, but twice it was, was it twice? twice. Okay. Yeah. But there were, I think, two other times that he had the leader right on his ass. In a normal Martinsville race, you'd be stuck four laps down. Yeah. So, yeah. And why everyone seemed shocked that Ryan Priest wasn't able to get back up through the field, I'm not sure. He was not getting through lap traffic when he was the leader, so I don't know why. I don't know that his car
0: was all like all of that. It was cracked up to be. It was. I think as far as maneuverability through the pack, I think the four and fourteen were better.
1: I think so too. The uh, the forty one by itself was the fastest car, but in a race setting, no, no, it wasn't. No. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: I mean, there's so many factors. It's, it'll be interesting to see because the car was better at Richmond. Mm-hmm. The car was good at Coda. It'll be interesting to see how it is at the other road courses. And maybe my point will be proven that Coda is a better road course in Road America and that hundred percent, it should have stayed on the schedule other than Road America or over Road America. Um, because it's produced two great races, and maybe the package does suck, and Coda is just awesome, and Road America sucks. Anyway, glad
1: I could get that in there. Um, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to be able to prove that about Road America, since we're—I don't know if you noticed this or not—not not going. Well, notice. when we go to
0: all the other road courses, and they suck
1: with this package. Well, we're going to. I'm not saying they will. I know, but we're going to have to quantify what we mean by "suck" or what you mean versus I what think the we'll population. I think we'll be able to means. do that. OK, I don't really care what the population thinks. Yes, but we vehemently disagree on road courses sometimes. We have for a couple of years now, I think. But I think.
0: We can all agree that Kota was good last year and all the other road courses sucked.
1: Yes, I'm still I'm it, the problem I have is it's still tougher to tell because it's the first one. And so anyway, and anyway. We'll, we'll get to that
0: when we get to road course.
1: yes and if it does suck everywhere else the, the other problem will be we still won't be able to tell because they'll change it again and then coda will be the first one again so we still won't be able to tell hey man we need to mo- we need to swap Our code is just good okay but to prove that next year we should swap coda and sonoma on the schedule
0: so anyway um anyway why does this package suck? Well tires don't wear. that's a huge one um shifting is big bid bags yep um and also we don't have enough horsepower
1: and um and there's been some talks no hang on you're missing two of the bigger uh, uh, aspects of this which right. are the brake package. Well and the contact patch.
0: Well, I'm gonna get to the contact patch, and I think we can overcome the breaking issue with these other things. Um Jeff Andrews with Hendrick said it would take about a year. If you wanted to change the package as far as horsepower package for next year, right now, it would take it would take all the you would have to change, you would have to announce it right now in order to get the parts. Um but At least they're talking about it. Before, it was, no, 100% we're not upping the horsepower ever. Fuck that. And now at least we're, well, if we did, so that I consider that progress. Um, But even if we don't, if we could get rid of the shifting, that would be a huge one because now guys have to pay a penalty when they fuck up. And also, the tire work. Now, Goodyear, we calculated this last year, makes about a million dollars a race. If you have all three series there, they make about a million dollars a race. And you're telling me that these motherfuckers have been around for however many years, over 100 years, that they can't build a tire that can sustain the loads and also wear. That is complete and utter horse shit like i would love to talk to a good engineer and yeah. ask him why that can't happen and why the fuck we can't have interliners in the tires that is also the dumbest fucking thing ever obviously that doesn't apply to martinsville but that is i i, I want to know i want an explanation to that i want an explanation of to why we can't have a tire that wear because clearly they could build a tire that wears they built the rain tires or the wet weather tires, quote unquote, for the Chuck series, they wore like it was the best tire wear we've seen in 10 years. And I think that just proves uh, Denny Hamlin's point when he talked about they were exploring the possibility of making a uh, grooved or treaded tire for, for um, even dry conditions to kind of mimic higher horsepower and add more tire wear and i think that should be the way to go because i mean we kind of almost got a test session of treaded tires on a dry track because once that truck race got going it was basically dry and they had treaded tires on and it wore and the racing was great so if Goodyear can't figure out how to get straight up you know slicks to um to wear properly and to put on a good race with all this money that they're getting from nascar then maybe we should just switch to a fucking
1: treaded tire or maybe we should switch tire manufacturers
0: that too but, but goodyear has nascar by the balls um so yeah the, treaded tire seems the, to be the option the funny thing to
1: me here's the thing that would
0: fix your contact patch issue it, it, would. And it was healthy wearing as far as the tires weren't just blowing out it was a healthy wear over a short run yeah. and i think that would that would do wonders for the short track package
1: yeah i don't disagree um but i still i want to i'm i'm going to beat this horse till it disintegrates whoever designed the next gen car i don't think they understood what made nascar cup racing really good I, I genuinely don't think it. it's baffling to me why they thought that a cup car needed to break better and needed more tire just in general. I mean, I can tell you right now why. OK, explain. Explain to me why that that thought crossed someone's mind when they said, hey, let's make a better cup car. Set,
0: who is the CEO of NASCAR? Jim France. OK, OK. What did he deal with mostly before he became CEO of NASCAR? I honestly don't remember. IMSA. Hey, okay. he dealt with IMSA. So he obviously didn't understand he was NASCAR. happy. No, what I'm saying is he obviously understood or was you know thinks that he looked at IMSA and was like, "We have a good racing product here." Um. On on obviously an all road course series. And so he kind of came in right as they were, you know, in the development stage of the next-gen car. And I think he thought, okay, we have these bigger brakes, bigger, you know, wider contact patch on these tires for IMSA, and it produces great racing. And we're already going to a more sports car-type feel with this next-gen car, so let's add those elements, and maybe it will produce the same type of great racing that we see in IMSA. Now, in my just, opinion, you I just think made Ems, my point.
1: You just no, made my point.
0: Well, here's what I'm about to say. In yeah. my opinion, I think IMSA sucks. And I think this is just a direct, uh, direct result.
1: Well, here's that. the thing. Whether IMSA racing sucks or not is irrelevant. If that was the thought process, then he did not understand what made cup racing good. That's verbatim my point. He oh, didn't I wasn't get trying it. to
0: discredit your point. Oh, no, I, was no, no. I, why, I, I was just trying no, to explain why. I was just trying to explain why that why we it's have like, what we have. What that is works, the exact reason.
1: Yeah. What works in, in IMSA with sports cars? And I totally understand mm-hmm. why they do that with sports cars. Yeah. I get it. That's kind of the point. Yeah. It's but it not, makes sense
0: because, I mean, they have high downforce, we have high downforce.
1: And it's, it's also it's, it's not a very the,
0: similar car, and I can understand why
1: it's simply not the same type of racing, and it simply doesn't attract no, the same type of racing fan. No, it's 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 more. I'm not going to say pure. I'm I'm thinking of something that sounds like that. Anyway, it's 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 more. It's, it's a more, more
0: full contact, and it's more.
1: No, I'm talking about IMSA. It's more. It's more um, in line with like what an IndyCar fan maybe wants to see. Exactly. Yeah. That's more in line with it. But even then, I'm not the type of NASCAR fan that is disappointed when Talladega ends without a big one. I love that. That's fine by yeah, that's me. That's the
0: best Super Speedway race right there.
1: It, it is, and it's sucks. I almost, sucks. Re- I almost <laughs> want to retract our calling
0: it saying Atlanta sucked, even though Atlanta did suck. We did see 40 laps at the end that were pretty pretty okay
1: and to be fair we wreck. said that in the episode we said this race sucked but we're really glad they didn't we wreck did. at the end that made yes. it better anyway so, yes so anyway i don't care about that the point is the best part of let's just let's just use martinsville because this is what i was talking about earlier um martinsville has always been hard to pass at there's no doubt about that there is zero doubt about that now the difference in in Mm. Alex Bowman trying to pass Denny Hamlin at the end of the 2021 race and having a tough time with it the difference between that and watching Ryan Blaney take 60 laps to hit Austin Dillon to get him up out of the groove is if you can't see the difference now to be fair you may not have seen it on TV um you probably didn't but it, there's if, if you don't know the difference, then I'm sorry, you, you need to stop with this argument because. Yeah.
0: One is <laughs> one is uh one comes down the, to the skill of two great race car drivers, and the other comes down to the frustrations of daring, dealing with arrow on a half mile racetrack.
1: Even I don't. Well, here's the thing I don't even know if it's arrow, it's the fact that you can. So, my favorite thing to do, it's Martin, arrow go, too. To an extent, yes. A lot yes. of it's arrow. A lot they of it is um, arrow.
0: They don't have the tire, and, or the,
1: they don't have the tire really to overcome the arrow. It's fair, but here's the thing. My favorite thing. I sit in the middle of three and four at Martinsville, and my favorite thing to do is watch guys entering the corner. I'll just sit there and watch the whole line of them enter the corner. They're entering so far now. That's not arrow. That is that's down to the brakes. That's down to the brakes. That's down to the contact patch. And they're entering so far, there's no room. Martinsville used to be a finesse track. It used to be a track where the guys who ran well there, Hamlin, Gordon, Johnson, they 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 had to they backed a the corner way up. That was how they did it. And now you you drive in. To almost the concrete on the exit of th- on the entry of three you're driving in almost to the concrete slamming on the brakes grabbing a gear and going there's no margin there there's zero margin yeah, and that's why it's impossible if, to pass
0: but what here i think i think i could debunk your whole brake breaking um argument here because if we could get rid of the shifting you can't grab a gear and if you have less grip in the corner it doesn't matter how much brake you have in it if you if you don't have the rear grip to hold the car pointed in the racetrack you're it doesn't matter how much brake you have you're just going to you're going to go straight or you're going to slide up the track
1: that's fair but even in 2019 when we didn't grab gears and we had i think we had a little more tire fall off than this um no we didn't Yes, we did. No, we did yes, not. Yes, we did, because I remember when Kyle Larson, Chad Johnston, made his only good call as a crew chief ever, they stayed out at the end of stage two. He got caught and passed by Martin Truex in a lap and a half. That wouldn't have happened in this car. He right. would have won the stage with two to go, two or three to go. But yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So we had a little more tire fall off than this. Guys were entering not quite that far, but almost that far, did not have to grab a gear, and it was still pretty similar to this. Wasn't quite this bad, obviously, but it was still. They simple. also had
0: a lot more downforce.
1: They did, but they also had a lot more horsepower. Well, they had about a hundred more horsepower. Yeah, that seems significant. I yeah. I would imagine that's significant. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I For think what it's worth, of- you're you're not wrong, though. You're you're yeah. not wrong.
0: Yeah. No, I think I think the braking is if you when you put it in combination with all all of these things it definitely doesn't help but i think it is probably the least significant element to the 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 package issues we have right now um i think yeah like i said i think it all comes down to tire horsepower and
1: uh rpm range. I don't know though. The only thing the only reason the only reason I harp on breaking so much is that at Martinsville, yeah, you might be right, but we see we saw this problem specifically last year at at road courses a lot too. You're you're driving in and obviously no matter what you do, you're gonna be shifting at a road course.
0: Yeah.
1: Um you're driving if you don't have
0: the grip though the breaks it's not going to matter how much break you have
1: it's true but we still just have too much from the outset
0: i mean yeah but like i said we can overcome that
1: i i think we can it's just the reason part of the reason i'm harping on this is cuz we we put ourselves in a situation that we didn't need to put ourselves into sure at all that's true there was no well, reason like i said,
0: for it. i could kind of i could kind of see the I can kind of see the thought process behind it. Like, for instance, for the road course argument, um, you know, oh, these guys have gotten really good on road courses. Let's give them all the tools to be good on, to have a car that's good on road courses. And then that'll just, that'll make them shine even more. It, it in theory it sounds correct but yeah if you don't really understand
1: isn't. if you don't understand what made it good in the first place yes well
0: has nascar really understood ever what makes good racing in the past i guess not five ten years so yeah i guess um, not other than that um that's all I really had for Martinsville. That truck no, race. No, we skipped uh, the
1: big thing. We didn't talk about the tire and the lack of caution for two laps. Oh
0: yeah, I forgot about. Well, I, like I said, I wasn't. I wasn't there for that. Okay, so
1: yeah, you were watching the broadcast of that when that happened. How was that no, portrayed live? I I did not see the broadcast for that ha- happen. Oh, you didn't. I
0: was in the parking lot and walking to my seat when that happened.
1: Okay, so. I'll tell you how I saw it then, since I'm the only one that saw it in around the time it happened. Um, I saw the 78 that I thought was BJ McLeod um, get really loose entering the corner and I was really confused and I saw his wheel, his entire fucking wheel, fly off and sit there at the exit of turn four right in a spot where it can be hit. It almost did get hit about five fucking times yeah, and it sat there for two laps now i know nascar has a spotter in turn at the entry to turn three so he couldn't have seen that i don't think they have a spotter in turn four they have a spotter in in all four turns do they yes then that's embarrassing
0: well what's even more embarrassing is there's video and pictures of the flagman looking directly at it um why why do we have a what's the point of a flag man if he can't determine a caution for himself yeah why do we have because i mean the tower couldn't see it and that's ultimately why it took so long for them to actually call it um why what what why can't the flag man be like oh that's a caution let me put the flag out And then NASCAR be like, why did you, oh, the flagman's putting the flag out. Oh, there must be a caution. Or why is there not a button there that he can press? Because ultimately, the flagman should be able to, to, you know, use his own discretion on what could be a caution what not.
1: Well, and it's like, I don't, I am, and I'm not getting on you, but I'm so sick of hearing that the tower couldn't see it. You have a spotter in turn four. As long as he was again, I didn't actually see him. I'm just saying
0: the direct, like the people up top. That yes, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Hands Uh, over the hands over the briefcase over the football. Yeah, you know. No, I get
1: that. I get that.
0: Hitting the Nuke codes to throw out the caution. Yeah.
1: Yes, I understand that. So I visually, I, I I can watch the guy in turn three. I still don't know where the guy stands in turn four. I. Don't know. I've been going to Martinsville and sitting you can in see
0: it. you could see it in the Hail Melon video. You can you, see the okay. turn four spotter. Yeah.
1: Okay. So what the fuck? The turn four Standing spotter. Outside the crossover gate. Outside the crossover gate. Okay, that's why. Um here's what here's what should have happened. Oh, 78 wheel just flew off. It's sitting over here in turn four. Okay. Whoever put it, put it, out. Put it out. Bam.
0: That took <laughs> end of end of conversation. It took what, four seconds?
1: Yeah. That it took ten times longer in real life. Yeah, for that to happen. That is, that is a negligent. That is completely negligent. You could have killed somebody. Oh yeah. Let's not beat around the bush. You oh, could yeah. have killed somebody if oh, someone yeah. hits that. It could go. Oh, yeah. It could go over the fence. It yep. could go into the pit lane. Yep. It could go through a fucking windshield. Maybe. I don't know. That's uh, kind of that'd be that'd be hard. No, but it's I mean, possible. if
0: Carl Edwards' race car didn't go through Ryan Newman's windshield, then I don't think it could hit the oh. flag
1: man. It could hit the flagman that could happen. You could kill somebody that took yep. four seconds for us to do that. Yeah. Four seconds.
0: And it all comes down to the fact to why do we not have corner workers and a flag person? Why can't those five people, as well as people up on the tower, why cannot they not determine a caution? Why do we not have capable people that can you know no, in their mind that is a caution yeah and why can they not hit a button why cannot they not have a button or flip a switch on the wall or whatever to turn or on, on, on the their lights? belt
1: or something you know something something yeah
0: like i mean to to throw the caution it is it is absurd
1: yeah i'd I'm not over that. That really, really pissed me off. We were all up in the stands screaming.
0: Yeah, that is, uh, as far as, like, safety, fan safety, that is more egregious than the extremely dangerous situation that was the 2021 Roval when Chase Elliott's back bumper was flapping in the wind, and they refused to throw a caution or black flag him because he was the most popular driver in the sport. Agreed. They put... Fans' lives at risk because they didn't want to screw over the most popular driver in the sport.
1: And this, because it was on an accident, is well, worse.
0: Well, uh, this, from what that sounds like, is it was in the middle of the pit cycle, and they don't like throw cautions during in the middle of pit cycles.
1: Look, if it was... It a
0: damn caution.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. It still would have been wrong to do, but if it was sitting up in the middle of turn three and four still wrong still should be a caution i could at the very least understand that
0: yeah no it was sitting there dead off a of turn four one guy get breaks
1: loose yeah somehow some way well and and Kyle Busch and and whoever he was racing around they went they went by their three wide yep. at one point mm-hmm. it's it's a it's it's a miracle that <laughs> no one hit it it really yep. is i saw about five guys get a little tight coming off the corner and have to back out and duck under it yeah. Like, it's two laps, two fucking laps it took yep. them to do that. Yep. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. That big, I needed to say out loud. Big boo-boos. <laughs> big boo-boos.
0: Not a good look. Um, You're all fired. Every damn one of you. Every damn one. Um, Seth, did you know that Chase Elliott was back? I
1: did. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I picked him. Yeah, I don't you know want to <laughs> ever hear – a fucking brain dead blue life matter fucking goddamn racist piece of shit bitch about the amount of promotions that Bubba balls gets because it is nowhere, even a fraction of the publicity that was put into chase Elliott's return. The motherfucker got a TV spot. He was on the Pat McAfee show. Like, He was every fucking where. Promoting that he was back. Because after he broke his leg doing something that he probably shouldn't have been doing. What the fuck? Like, I mean, I get it. I get it. You want to promote that your driver's back. And apparently it helped the ratings. I'm not sold on the fact that it helped the ratings. I think it was more that... It was a Sunday afternoon and not a Saturday night because apparently that there hell been on that being a thing. Um, well, so I'm going to credit to that, not Chase Elliott factor, because the dates on 500 and California are both down and Chase Elliott racing those races. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was just something. It, talk about pushing shit down your throat. That seems to be a hot topic nowadays. Thing and uh, the media definitely shoved Chase Elliott's cock down our throats.
1: Well, here's my thing. I, I genuinely don't have a problem with that,
0: because well, I mean, ultimately, I, mean, I don't. It's just more. Okay, I, I think don't we necessarily to, have a problem with that. It is more of the. I know those same people had a problem with other people getting publicity.
1: I, I understand. I
0: understand what you're saying. I we think we need superstars and Chase Elliott is a superstar and they are pushing that which is a good thing but yes we also have other superstars or potential superstars and just because you don't like them don't bitch about it well
1: that's that was kind a of personal grade. <laughs> well that's that's kind of what I was going to say is I think we need more of that we need more different driver not just Chase Elliott obviously but we need more different driver like if Ryan Blaney could win a
0: fucking race
1: ever well like, like it, Ryan he Blaney would be a great. Ryan students. Blaney would be is a perfect example. We could do that for this weekend. The the entire spot could be, hey, Ryan Blaney's won twice at Talladega in the past three years. He yeah. hasn't won in a year and a half. Tune in and see if he can do it. Obviously, Kyle Larson
0: is the greatest race car driver in the world. Run a commercial about that.
1: Yeah, like, Kevin Harvick is in his last season. A, a legend. Run a commercial about that. Run a commercial about Especially, that. They should have done that before Phoenix. Kevin Harvick has nine wins here. Come see if he can get a tenth Dude, in his last here's year. Here's
0: how you no. Here you go. Here's how you hook him. What race car driver does every person in the world know? Past present. What is the one race car driver every person knows? Richard Dale petty. Earnhardt. Everyone knows Dale Earnhardt. You know what you do? You promote the fact that the guy who replaced Dale Earnhardt is retiring. That will get people like interested. Yeah. You promote the fact that Bill Elliott, his son, is a superstar in the sport. You promote that. And they are obviously are. We need more of that. Um, you promote Bubble Wallace. Granted, you maybe shouldn't, you know, maybe it's not kosher to use the race card, but you know, you got to use everything you can use. And Bubble Wallace is, is gaining traction and becoming more successful in the sport. Give the man his credit. Ryan Blaney, if Ryan Blaney could fucking do something, he's obviously very popular and has a good personality. Kyle Larson's the greatest race car driver in the world. Kyle Busch is Kyle Busch. Don't need anything for that. Denny Hamlin. NASCAR needs to lean into the fact that him and Denny, them and Denny Hamlin have a rivalry. I mean, dude, I mean, fuck it. Do WWE promotions to this guy. These guys. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't just do it for Chase Elliott. That's what pissed me off.
1: I mean, no, yeah, I I get what you're saying. Um obviously, I it makes a lot of sense for them to run an ad that Chase Elliott is back. Obviously, um but yeah, they they need to be doing this all over the place. The Ryan Blaney for Talladega one would be perfect. Uh what's after that? Kansas, you could sure. run one for Kyle Busch there. Um fuck Pocono, definitely run one for Denny Hamlin at Pocono. Um you can use the the him him and Ross Chastain incident you can use that in your promotional material. The list just kind of goes on and on from there. It you can find not, a correlation for every week.
0: The commercials need to not be they need to not be the crashes and what race it is, it needs to be the driver and what race it is. Essentially. Yeah, essentially.
1: Because think about it, where Formula 1, now I don't know what Formula 1 advertising really looks like. They don't have advertisements during the race. Charles
0: Leclerc has people stalking him showing up at his house yeah asking for autographs that's not a good thing but it is a good thing in the fact that it's a sign that people that formula 1 drivers are absolute superstars they're world they're global superstars and nascar drivers are not that so i mean yeah. obviously we're never going to get to that level um, but I mean, we could think about how many fucking people showed up to my taggy.
1: Well, think about how Graced. everyone, everyone in the greater Graced. Charlotte area has a story about when they saw Jeff Gordon at a, at a restaurant and it was somewhat like that. So, yeah, well, yeah.
0: Um, anyway, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it is we are lacking superstars in the sport. And yes, the one superstar, yes. Promote that he's back. But don't bitch about when other people get promoted because you don't like them.
1: Oh, I'm just I'm just gonna bitch about the fact that they don't promote anybody else. Yeah.
0: Um that's all I had to say about that. Also need to put our fucking series on fucking a streaming network and not usa that is the dumbest fucking thing they yeah. have ever done in their lives
1: why they didn't um, go to netflix immediately is beyond I, me but um other than that is that it's all we got for Martin though
0: john under check about bernard's garden ground
1: yeah that was probably the coolest thing i've seen ever yeah
0: that was also like yeah i'm, I'm on this whole mud flap needs to go thing
1: I'm going to pretend I was right all along just despite the fact that I thought they were ugly. And that's the only reason I didn't like them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, On um,
0: Probably not going to be great. Let's be honest. It's not. Maybe it will be though. I don't know. Nothing's changed, but maybe. Um, We're going to have a good time. We're gonna yes, we will have a good time. We will have a fantastic time if you guys would be at Talladega, um, come see us. Gotta go free camping. What's we up? don't we don't bite hard most of the time. Seth definitely doesn't bite because he don't like people. Um, it's true. I may bite, but it's cool. Um, yeah,
1: but he's kind of a vampire.
0: So picks for Talladega. I'm picking Ryan Buddy. I am picking Riley Herbst.
1: Riley Herbst. Wow. I mean, honestly, dude, he ran good not, the Daytona 500. Not bad,
0: yeah, it's probably not a bad pick at all.
1: That's why I needed the entry list. I needed to see if Riley Herbst was running. At oh, okay. I thought he was. I yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's that's
1: good. Um. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, I've used Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott in the last two weeks, so I need to. I needed to use someone.
0: Yeah, we need to I... pick a winner one of these days.
1: Yeah. When was the last time any of us picked a winner? Um, I feel like it was like early last year. Yeah, like it might... was too. Yeah.
0: No. One of us picked Chase Elliott at Pocono.
1: It was you. I forgot yeah, about that's that. That's right. I picked Chase Elliott at Pocono. We didn't get yeah. any of the playoff races right? I can't remember if we did or not. I don't think we did. I picked Chris.
0: Oh, you picked Joey to win the championship. That's true.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um anyway,
0: so I'm picking Ryan Blaney. you're picking Riley Herbs. Sundress and dumbass for Martinsville.
1: Uh Sundress, I went with Todd Gillan. They didn't get the finish for it, but he ran great all day. Yeah, so yeah, it's good. Yeah. All with that. Um oh. Yeah, I'm for it. Todd goings underrated as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And for my dumbass, I went with NASCAR. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. For the, for... Yeah, the tire thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I tried. N- I said it <laughs> earlier in the show, Chad Johnson. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I try not to pick NASCAR because it's usually like low hanging fruit, but I there's yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing I, is worse. I give than you that. that one. Yeah. Um.
0: Anyway. Um, I've been Buddy Pulley. And I'll I've be been somebody Seth else Pulley. tomorrow. Um and this is Big Butter Big Motorsmobile Podcast. Uh follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, uh listen on Spotify and Apple. Um
1: Or Don. Yeah, or the listener Don't. It doesn't matter. Or you can do what um, I do and listen on Google Podcasts. Yeah,
0: subscribe to Seth's OnlyFans um it's small dobowski um, it's the only thing small um uh, jesus christ don't ever do that again um so yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna go to bed. okay have
1: fun with that